Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. The Spurs get things uh, going again out of the AT&T center, their last game at the uh, at the friendly confines before they go on a very long road trip. Uh, that's for a different show. We're going to be looking at tonight's game, Spurs Heat. Just some keys uh, to a Spurs victory, and hopefully they get them going back on the right track and start a winning streak. But we're going to first talk about DeJounte Murray. As of this recording, who knows, you know, maybe there's some new NBA rule that allows players to come back sooner than later. But Murray is in health and safety protocols. He's likely to be out for a few more days. What does this mean for him as far as any impact, if at all, on any potential all-star bid? And more, perhaps more importantly, just team winning ways. Do that. I am joined by my good friend. He is Casey Vier with the Baller Brief. Uh, make sure to check that out on YouTube. Once again, just search for the Baller Brief. Casey, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Happy holidays. Uh, Likewise. Happy New Year. Likewise, all that sir. good stuff. Um, hopefully, you didn't experience the tequila fest that I did with my family. I, I it was pretty. Oh bad. no, no, no! It was uh, it was mellow. It was mellow. You know, I believe it or not, though, I don't know what this says, says about me, but I got bottled. My wife and I, I think we got gifted about four different bottles of alcohol. So we haven't indulged in them yet. But what are you waiting for? Yeah, I, I know. Right. Well, we had a little we had a little on Christmas on Christmas night after we got back. But, man, we got yeah. we got the gin, we got the Tanqueray in there. We got. The, oh, man. The whiskey, we got the Jameson. There's a good. There's a good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a whiskey that that I found. It's called Tin Hook, the bourbon. Uh, worth checking out. Worth checking out. I know in San Antonio, they got it at a few of your local establishments. But yes, it was good. It was good. Already, it sounds like yours was good as well. Yeah, you know, the, 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 tequila, the, the tequila bottle came out. And um, you know, for some reason, my cousin wanted to take photos. Uh, everybody just kind of like doing a toast, you know, pointing the, the shot glass at the camera. And then it turned into and what happened. Out. They had to retake that. They had to retake that. Well, yeah, exactly. Then, then everybody took their <laughs> shot. Then it turned into her wanting to, Oh, now I got to get, make it this little Jeff and Casey together. Okay. So y'all refill your shot glasses and do it again. And then shot it out. So um, next day I know I'm on the couch. <laughs> Family member asked me if I wanted a beer to chase it. And I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll take the I'm water. Good. I'm good. I, I had, to, I started getting the spins very fast. I, I started feeling like, man, you guys, you guys are reckless on the south side. No, apparently so, man. But uh, you know, I really couldn't say much because you got uh, liquor. Um, I, I got beer. I got these like very fancy schmancy beers that you, you know, those, those imported beers are those, uh, you know, only in Texas beer brands. So yeah, my cousins course, got me. Of course, I'm gonna try some of that later on tonight. I may try it tomorrow night um, after the Spurs game before they go into that road trip because. Woo, they got a they got a doozy of a road trip. But again, that's for another store, uh, another show. Excuse me. But let's talk about Dejounte Murray first, Casey. Oh, and everybody, by the way, follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Do it right now. Uh, Dejounte Murray is out. Uh, health and safety protocols. Uh, do not know when he'll come back. I mean, Pavlovich did say himself he does. He doesn't know when either. Just he'll be back when he's back. But until then, doing our luck too. You know, once this recording goes out. Is going to announce that he's back, but um, do you think him being out for whatever amount of games he's going to be out is going to hurt? Let's start off with the personal side for him. Any potential all-star bid for him? I don't think so. 
I really don't because I think at the end of the day, when it comes to determining whether or not he'll be an all-star this year, I think the splitting hair factors will probably be the team's win-loss record, whether or not, you know, barring, bar, I'm operating under the assumption this is a, I say this relatively speaking, a usual, more common seven to 10 day window of being out. Of course, you know, hopefully it doesn't turn into an extended thing, but I, I think, I think that the, the end hair splitting, if you will, if you want to call that, that I think it'll be a win loss kind of thing uh, because there's just, there's just a lot of competition and I, I don't think there will be enough damage done to his stats or numbers or anything like that to really play a notable part in that decision making. But mm-hmm. hopefully, I, I mean, hopefully when he does get back, hopefully, you know, we, we don't know right now whether or not he had it or just an mm-hmm. exposure, but hope, hopefully it's the latter because things of course have gone pretty well for him this year. And you don't want, you don't want any of those, any of those, I guess, stats and more importantly, I guess yeah. the end result as well, getting hampered, so to speak. Yeah. I, I think uh, it was Keldon Johnson. He was asked recently if he's spoken with Murray and he said he has, and that at least on the phone or, you know, whatever type of communication they did, um, that he looked like he was fine, that he didn't look sick. So maybe, like you said, maybe it's just an exposure thing, uh, precautionary, you know, wake up with a little sore throat. You're like, well, let's just, uh, you know, make sure before we proceed here. But nevertheless, yeah, I, I think, I mean, look, there, there's a huge push on social media, especially by San Antonio Spurs to get him the votes, at least the fan votes. Um, you know, you can't go out, go to go on social media right now without seeing. I mean, right now, as I'm talking to you, uh, Casey, Dejounte Murray is trendy right now on Twitter. So that should tell you a lot. Type of push right. you're trying to get him into the All Star game, but and I think for him, and we're going to switch to this now. He's always on the record, like he doesn't care about his triple doubles. You know, where he has those empty triple doubles, he's like, I don't care. We lost. We lost. We lost. Let's talk about the, I guess, the bigger impact, and that is on the team. Mm-hmm. They're, they, they got Miami tonight. We'll talk about them in a bit. You know, they got Memphis to start off the road trip. If he's out for an extended period of time, how detrimental is that to the Spurs on the win-loss column? Oh, tremendously. 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 And this is operating under the assumption that it's only him who's going to test positive here. Right. But if you want to kind of follow, follow the way things have gone, unfortunately, especially in this past month, uh, this past month of December, that's not how it goes. But if we're going to be super glass half full here, let's just say in these, you know, again, in that seven to 10 day window, his absence is, it's going to be crucial. And I think we saw it yesterday. We saw it, I guess, a couple of days now in that Utah game where, and, and mind you, Utah's a very good defensive mm-hmm. team so maybe throw a grain of salt just as much of a grain of salt i think you throw in there the fact that the spurs played basically a g league g league team against the, in the pistons the night before that but there's a lot of times where that ball seemed like it was getting very stagnant and there was only so much Derek white could do to facilitate that and and again in that in that utah game and of course having Dejounte around most Definitely, you don't really need me to go into the X's and O's of, of how mm-hmm. much he really benefits the cause with that. So for an extended period of time, hopefully that's not the case for 
both basketball and non-basketball reasons, yeah, it'll, it'll be tremendously difficult, especially when you go into a stretch like they're about to go into. Never favorable at any time of the year when full strength, let alone partial strength. It's major. It's major. Definitely. Yeah, you look at what he's done since being out. Um, you know, in five of his last six games played, he scored in double figures. You know, in the last two games before he got out, 13 assists against the Lakers and the Clippers. And by the way, the Spurs do lead the league in assists per game at nearly 30. Just ridiculous. Um, been playing like a person who is worthy of an all-star look, uh, worthy of an all-star nod. And uh, you're right, D- Derek White, you know, he spoke after the game saying, hey, you know, I can run the point, but, you know, he could do it. I mean, he was forced to do it. Remember when DeJounte was out for that year mm-hmm. with that uh, leg injury? Mm-hmm. He was forced to do it. He can run it. But there's a difference between him and, of course, Murray, who is the team leader, uh, the big brother, so to speak, the veteran. He is an NBA veteran by right. definition. So it's, that's a huge piece like, they're losing. It, it's it's kind of I, – I saw the bit that you're talking about, and it kind of feels like, yeah, I – can do it doesn't mean I'm yeah. particularly good at it. But <laughs> so I it felt like it. it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Didn't it feel like that? Yeah, it felt like that exactly. And um, but I was asking you this, you know, and it does relate to Dejounte Murray being out. Why not start Trey Jones? Why not go with somebody who is a point guard? Simply just because he's just place, too undersized. In, in place of who? Derek. I mean, what do you got to lose? It's just temporary. You know, Murray's going to come back. Then you can go back to that par- that pairing. You know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill today and take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't want, need, or just forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it very simple. Just link your accounts. Truebill will take care of the rest and cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. Your Truebill concierge is there for you whenever you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I love Truebill. They've saved me so much money. You should use it. I use it. Truebill has over 200, actually make that 2 million users that help them save over $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. I think there's just not enough. There's just, I, I think DeJounte, or not DeJounte, excuse me, Derek, even in even in a, a partial role as, I guess, a true facilitator, what you'd expect, I think he's still mm-hmm. better than Trey Jones. Okay. I, I do. I, I do. I do. I think that's why. And then if it means moving Derek to the bench or even sliding Derek to off the balls, which, yeah. you, which you would probably do, you figure, mm-hmm. I don't know, they'd put what? Kata Bates Diop back to the bench. Mm-hmm. Yep. Theoretically, right? Yep. I mean, it's not it's not like it's an I don't think it's an earth shattering thing one way or another, but I don't right. know if that's enough to I don't know if it's enough to really make a grand difference in all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Spurs definitely uh do miss uh Murray's impact. And just a few numbers here. The Spurs are undefeated every time uh DeJounte gets three or more offensive rebounds. So whenever he's on that rebounding um, thing, you know, and he's one of the best at his position, you know, the Spurs tend to play very, very good and get those W's. 
at six and two when he gets 11 or more rebounds. And um, I look at what DeJounte does and many think, you know, the numbers like the, the, Oh, he scored 20 points. He handed out, you know, 10 assists defensively, his length, uh, his ability to disrupt passing lanes. If he's out for an extended period of time, I, I think the Spurs are going to definitely see that impact on the defensive end, Casey. Oh, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And, and uh, I felt like in that Utah game, again, you saw it because for as not that lacks as, as much flash as, as the Jazz do, you don't really realize it until you see it in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they do enough to be just as effective as they can without like 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 you you look at that team and and <laughs> two of the best players on the offensive side of the ball are two kind of out of shape bald white dudes and and Joe Ingles and and uh Bogd- and Boyan Bogdanovich over there and mm-hmm. just even having someone to switch off onto these guys and, and to at least, you know, make their lives a little bit difficult as unorthodox as their games are. It, it helps. And I felt like in, in the game against the jazz a couple nights ago, now they, again, for as backwards as it kind of sounds, they did a relatively good job of exposing the fact that the Spurs didn't have a tremendous, you know, mm-hmm. tremendous depth at the perimeter defensive world so to speak so yeah i i definitely agree with that sentiment yes yeah defensively offensively the uh spurs are gonna miss Dejounte um for as long as he is out hopefully this uh show becoming relevant and he's back tonight versus miami but no i think the spurs are gonna take an extra cautious approach with him and make sure he's a billion percent ready you know the nba is now requiring media to get the booster shot now they're requiring it i, I think that's smart yeah, so if they're going to up it to that level, I can only imagine what they're going to do with their players that are in the um, in the COVID protocols right now. And speaking of that, it's just the NBA right now. Is Silver going to address this? I mean, maybe. I mean, Casey, would a one week pause be so detrimental? I mean, he's just full steam ahead here. I don't think you and I have had a you know, just the holidays and whatnot. I don't think you and I have had a real chance to kind of talk about that. Here's my thought process with a lot of his kind of rationale of, of what his thinking is. Yes. This thing is spreading like wildfire, Mm -hmm. the variant Omicron or whatever things are, you know, as, as we've seen this entire month, just spreading at an insanely rapid rate. But I think his rationale is that we live in this kind of world where this is, you know, this this is part of the world we live in. And even if we try to adapt to it, it's still in a good chance. I, I mean, the NBA, the the NBA, the only way to truly prevent or prevent this thing from spreading is to not play basketball entirely. That's really it. Right. That's really it because they can take, they could sit a week, they could sit a two week window, whatever have you. But when they do come back, maybe it won't be as prevalent as it is now, but it's still going to be there. So I think his logic at this point is like, all right, well, it's still going to be there. There's no plans for us to shut down and go into a bubble or nothing like that. Let's pretty much just ride this out because I don't think this is, mm. I don't think it's going to get better. 
I don't think it's going to get better. And my, you know, my expectation. But, but the NHL <laughs> took a pause, right? The NHL took a pause. The, but, I mean, right now we yeah. don't know. We don't know how much better they'll be. Because really, the only way yeah. to do it, I, the way I see it, the, really the only way to do it is to shut down entirely. And I don't think yeah, that's going to happen that on on yeah. any front. Yeah, and they're not, and they're they're not going to happen. It's not going to happen on any front. Plus, another thing here too, Jeff, is that I think looks at the way the past really almost two years have gone now, and I know a lot of people right now they're saying, "Oh, well, you know, every team has, you know, this team has eight guys." who are on the COVID list, they're calling up these dudes to play. I mean, the Pistons have a G League team, whatever. You're really compromising <laughs> yeah. the, integrity of the, of the integrity of the game. But here's the thing. The past three years now, three seasons, the game's been compromised. The integrity of the game's been compromised anyways. So until this thing is fully fixed, restored, the COVID world that we're in, I, I don't think the integrity of, game is, of the game is really a concern of his. I think it's just kind of like, it is what it is. Right now, it's survival of the fittest. These guys are getting yeah. sick, but they're not getting deathly ill. Most fans who go yeah. into the games are, have to be vaccinated anyways to just show up to the party. We got no choice but to ride this down because we're not going to shut down entirely again. We're not going to do it. So I'm not – I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, we, we – I know you got a time limit on these things. <laughs> so, like, I guess we could leave yeah, it at yeah. that. But you were about to go, go off right now. Everybody yeah. felt it right now. Listen in right now. Like, oh, here comes Casey. He, and he just takes yeah. a deep breath. And another thing. <laughs> yeah, you know what, man? I mean, we're, we're, let's talk about the less important parts of the world, right? <laughs> right, right. But I, I look at the situation the Spurs are in. I go circling back to DeJounte. And I think it's kind of good for this team to kind of see what they're made of without their team leader. Let's just see, you know, because that's a reality. If this is a rebuilding season, well, one of the lessons mm-hmm. learned is having to rally when one of your players or your main player is out. Spurs did it when Tim Duncan was yep. out. Spurs did it when Robinson was out. Spurs, Spurs definitely did it when Kawhi Leonard was out. I mean, look at LaMarcus Aldridge carried that mm-hmm. team to a playoff berth. And I think this is a lesson learned uh, for this young Spurs team, you know. And, and a lot of players get a chance to, to, to show if they can shine or not. Uh, Primo mm-hmm. gets an increase in minutes. Uh, Jock has been getting an increase in minutes. White got moved to the point guard, uh, you know, because who never know, you know, if Murray could be out for uh, even longer period of time, these guys know exactly what it takes to play without one of their better players. So hopefully Murray will come back. But yeah, there's no denying that the absence of Murray uh, is going to impact this team on both ends of the court. We're talking with Casey Vieira. He's with the Baller Brief daily basketball content you can check it out over on his twitter page at casey underscore vieira there's a nice little link tree there can't miss it, it says link tree casey vieira click on that <laughs> the I'm just, I'm guiding, the best, right? uh, yeah i'm guiding everybody there i'm pushing everybody there casey so they can get you some clicks by the way you were up in my adopted uh home of new york state how was it up there i meant to ask you that It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at BetOnline. 
Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. Honestly, it felt like there was not it, it it did not feel like the the plague was going on in New York City. And I oh, guess to agree that's oh yeah, it was great. Really? Was great. I really? mean it yeah. It did not feel it did not feel any it, it felt like New York City the holiday season. It really didn't. I mean we a couple things were shut down. Um mm-hmm. so I guess what kind of isn't you know, we had we had wife and I. We had tickets to see the Rockettes and crash that party, but we still over, we still went over to Radio City Music Hall and saw the tree. And yeah, you know, haven't been there before. I thought it looked just as festive as any other time I've been. And I think everyone again is just trying to like, you know what? We'll be smart. We'll live with it. I'm vaxxed. I'm boosted. There's no real way to prevent this right now, except to sit mm-hmm. inside. But I'm not going to sit inside all day long. So I'm going to live my life, but still be smart. I felt like the New York was, City approached it. Everyone was a good spirit. I gotta say, I was at the gym and um, you know they have usually have like the TVs on, man. Yeah, they have the news on, and one news outlet was out in New York City. Now, it's about three thirty ish San Antonio time, so sun's out, everything's good. Then they go, okay, we're in um, Rockefeller Center. And they show up in the upper corner. It says four thirty Eastern. Makes sense, yeah. New York is an hour ahead, and it was pitch black, dark. Oh well, yeah. I said, There's no way. I was, yeah. I was stunned. I was like, my goodness, it's already getting dark at four thirty on the East Coast. That's ridiculous. But enough of your weather update here, <laughs> and your uh, your time zones. <laughs> you got their, you got their COVID about, update. They got their weather update. What a perfect reprieve. Yeah, exactly. World, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, let's look at uh, tonight's matchup: Spurs Heat. Spurs are coming off that uh, 110-104 loss to the Jazz. This is the last game at home before that pre-Fiesta road trip, before the Fiesta road trip. Uh, yeah, I mean, the uh, rodeo, sorry. Uh, the, the rodeo road trip, excuse me. Um, you're looking at this Heat team, and they're good. They're not bad. They're good. Uh, but it feels like this is not the Miami that many thought they would be. Well, they've been banged up. They they've been banged up. Bam out of bios. Yeah, I mean Bam out of bios. Yeah, has been out for essentially, you know, the entire season at this point. And who knows when mm-hmm. he'll be back? Jimmy yeah. Butler, 
been out for a while with the, the tailbone going on. He he didn't come back yeah. until a couple of nights ago, and still they're the they're the four seed in the Eastern Conference right now, and they're and they're getting yeah. healthier. Uh, so so far, yeah, things haven't gone particularly according to plan. Kyle Lowry has not been yeah. immaculate, but the fact of the matter is they're Thank still you. in that yeah. upper echelon of the east of the Eastern Conference. That's what they are. I mean, they're they're a, they're a good basketball team. Uh, but I think right now for them, as it as it kind of pertains to the Spurs, is is that I I think when it comes to this matchup coming up, you know, coming up against Miami, I think it looks for one of these things where I don't no I don't know if you want to call any game a must win in December. I don't think you want to call any game a must win in December. But when you're about to go on a road trip, and right now, relatively speaking, the potential of catching COVID is still looming and your team is relatively mm-hmm. healthy and you have to kind of buckle up and brace for a storm that might be coming through, you kind of want to get a lot of the games that you can where you have most things stacked in your hand. Yeah, I know DeJounte is a big loss, but it's not like you're totally blowing up a rotation without him. So with that, in that respect, I think knowing that they have that right now, I think this Miami game is important. I think it's real important. And, and considering how they've shown up against some of these teams, they'll only mm-hmm. continue our, our indecisiveness. If they win tonight, we won't be able to, uh, you know, we'll maintain a true identity mm-hmm. or establish a true identity of this team. <laughs> but, but yeah, okay. no, I, I, think, I think this is a big one tonight. Yeah, the, the uh, Heat come in to uh, the AT&T Center 21 and 13 as of this recording. Uh, they do have um, a game against the Wizards uh, headed in uh, the, yesterday night against San Antonio. So, you know, hopefully that'll play in the, play in the Spurs uh, side there. They can get the W, but they're coming in hot, though. Ahead of that uh, game versus Washington, they won three in a row, five in their last six. So perhaps Miami is starting to get things heated in their way, no pun intended. But again, you know, I'm looking at, you know, some keys to victory. And the first thing I, I look at, and it's been, and I want to get your thoughts on this because I've asked uh, yesterday's mm-hmm. guest about this. I want to hear your thoughts. What does this mean when I tell you that the Spurs are winless if they're trailing after the third quarter? They have not won a game um, this season if they're down on the scoreboard going into the final frame. What does that mean to you? That they, uh, you know they've trailed. <laughs> they've trailed in a lot of games, big after three, and they competed and gotten back into a lot of games. Just that they might have been down double digits, and it was close, not close enough. Having watched, having watched this team already for for basically every game. I mean, how many times have we have we watched them cut ten point leads? down to or 10, 15 point leads, double digit leads down to a bucket or two by the time the final three, four minutes comes around and, and mm-hmm. they ultimately, ultimately it doesn't work out for them. You know what I mean? Uh, I think that that number, maybe, maybe winless. I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, a losing record in that front. Yeah. A losing mm-hmm. record on that front. That wouldn't, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, to me, it's just a sign of they still got a ways to go, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. they, they cannot will themselves uh to a uh to a win if they're down like it just shows me like once they're down they're down if you're going into the final frame you know if you're an nba team make sure just make sure you're up by one point the spurs cannot come back from any type of deficit 
but again, just another sign of that this team is still a work in progress. As of this recording, uh, the Spurs rank third in the NBA in points per game, about 112 a game per night, while the Heat are actually 18th at 107. But here's where it gets interesting. Uh, defense. Opponent point per game, the Heat are third in the league, Casey, holding teams to 103, or the Spurs are 23rd in opponent point per game, about 109. So if defense wins games, Casey, Spurs might be in for an L tonight. I would say, uh, yeah, if you're going by if you're going yeah. by numbers just like that, the odds are not exactly looking very Spursy, and so to speak. Yeah, I guess you could say. Did you? Did you? I know. I know. We'll, we'll, we both probably agree that we didn't expect the offense to be what it is. Uh, I think that kind of goes without saying. Being the team leader, a little in, in and, 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 do you think it's a little inflated though? Um, 144 points versus the Pistons. I mean, a yeah, Pistons, but, you know, yeah, but I mean. I think largely as a whole, like, if, okay, even if you get rid of the past probably week or so, since when, when how long did you think you've been on this little scoring spree? Maybe like a it's week last, to 10 days? Yeah, about the last five games. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like a week to 10 days. Say like you, you bring that norm back, like that back to the season averages of what it's been. I feel like for the whole, for the most part, this team's been improved, and of course, the majority of that circles around DeJounte Murray's just growth that he's taken, because uh, um, I'd be willing to bet that half of those assist numbers, maybe not half, but like a third of those assist numbers come off him alone. But I think collectively, I, they're better than I thought offensively than they would have been. But the point I was making is I think they're actually worse defensively than I was expecting. Well, the number short right there. I mean, yeah, we get well, we we could dig deeper. Exactly, yeah. We could dig deeper. Just opponent field goal percentage. The Spurs are twenty third, allowing forty six percent. Heat come in tonight's game fifth in the NBA, allowing forty three percent. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, you go there. I mean, dig deeper. You want to go to opponent three three point field goals. Spurs are near the bottom, twenty third, allowing thirty six percent shooting from the three line. Miami. 14th, kind of middle pack, allowing 34%. So uh, defense seems to be sliding off a bit uh, because wasn't it early in the season, Casey, this team was all about defense. Remember, they were like, defense is going to win it. Defense is going to win it. And then now we're seeing that trend changing. We're now, we mentioned about the points per game, field goal percentage, the Spurs are fourth in the league, 47%. So, but you know what it is? They're doing the little, I think the other type of defensive metrics, are allowing them to get some d- recent W's. You look at steals per game. They're eighth in the league. They average about eight. Uh, they're, they're playing clean basketball. They only um, cough up the ball 12 times per game. So I think if they continue doing those little things, they should be competitive in games. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's but the but first I mean, thing I'm looking that's, at is that that's exactly it though. Right. I, I, I know it's cliche to say your numbers speak for what you are, but think about all the things that you just said right there and how at the end of the day, they play clean basketball, but it's not enough more nights, more often on nights. It's not enough to overcome the defensive woes that they've had, right? Has that not pretty much been a microcosm for the most part? Yeah, and and it's what what they all say. We're getting, well, they hear the usual trope. We're getting better. We're still learning. We're still doing this. 
And I think that's part of the learning curve is just playing complete basketball on both ends of the court. I mean, Popovich has to know longer the long gone are the days he can just roll the ball out and say, Timmy, Mono, Tony, do do your thing. Kawhi, LMA, DeMar, do your thing. You know, he, he can't do that anymore. And this is, this team has to play perfect basketball on both ends of the court, Casey, to get W's. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, they do. They do. Because they can. That, that's, I was going to say the perk. Well, yeah, I guess the, the, the perk of having a, a superstar and who a guy who can bail you out like that, they can afford to bail you. You can afford to have those nights because even when everybody's off, everyone except the star, the star is going to compete. And, and keep you in the game more nights than he's not going to do exactly that. But right now, for as much as DeJounte Murray has grown into what he has been, I don't think anyone is ready yet to put him in the the Manu, Tony, mm. Tim Duncan conversation. I don't I don't care who you are, how big a Spurs fan you are. You're not you're not ready to do that yet. But again, I mean it it's just kind of the Spurs what they are right they are they are what they are and well actually you know and, 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 you know what well, well, go ahead. they're better you know what they're better they're better than what I thought they are they're better you, you took the words out of my they mouth are, I was about to say I think yeah. they've they've exceeded expectations at this point of the yeah, season yeah they are yeah yeah I beat you to it I beat you to it no they they because my my bar was relatively low I think, well, certainly low, low, comparatively speaking to what they are, but they've exceeded it. And I think a lot of that is around what DeJounte has done and, and the fact that Keldon Johnson all of a sudden is just like a sniper and Derek White broke out of his fog that he was in for the first three weeks of the season or whatever it may be. But I, I think they are, I think they are better as a, as a whole than I, than I expected. Yeah, Do you I think, think so. that tr- they're going to trend that way as the season goes on? Uh, elevate uh, those expectations in the sense of like, hey, you know what? Now they're really uh, you know above expectations, and here we are at fifty-five games in the season. And look at them now. Or you think they may level off a bit? Well, even if they do, okay. So like, e- even if they do, I don't feel from what we've seen so far. I don't think there's going to be a massive regression. Uh, the rest of the way, I can't see a stretch where they play like 10 under 500 basketball. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll play like four or five, you know, four games under, five games under at worst the rest of the way. They'll they'll go whatever, over a 30-game span. They'll go, and I can't even count. Let me see. <laughs> what, what would be, thir- yeah, I was going to say, thir- yeah, 13 and 17. Not not an, a huge regression, but I, I don't think they'll go better than or worse than that. But on the contrary, I don't think they're going to play much better than 500 the rest of the way, give or take, give or take. So I don't see some massive regression or huge rise. But the thing is, 2022 NBA, playing at that level is going to keep you competitive for that. 10 spot that nine spot even if the they end the season five six games under 500 that that's at least going to keep you relevant playing competitive basketball all the way into the month of april and and i did not expect that me personally i did not expect that but right now assuming they play the part of the way that they've looked through this first third of the season a little bit more 
I think we're going to see more of this. I don't know, more consistent, I say consistently see relatively speaking, but I don't think there's going to be a, a regression. I think they're going to be competitive just about every night, whether for better or worse, they win. That, that's a different story. But I think this is what they are. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? No, 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 because they shown tremendous strides already uh, early in the part of the season. And as I mentioned earlier, I think they are far uh, above and beyond the curve than I thought they would be. I thought they'd still be racking up these four game losing streaks still to today. Now they're racking up three game winning streaks, losing one here, two games in a row, then losing one here. I mean, it seems to flip that trend is flipped now. So, mm-hmm. but I still think it's going to be a kind of a roller coaster ish light feel um, mm-hmm. to it as the season goes on. And you're going to see some boneheaded plays that we saw versus the Jazz. I mean, you're at the game, uh, Spurs Jazz. I mean, how many shots did. Derek White missed that could have been the game changers. I mean, just mm-hmm. misfiring and Devin Vassell in the game, he picks up a silly foul. You know, those little things will be cleaned up as the season goes on. So I think you're going to see, yeah, you're going to see a spike in W's, but you're still going to have your handful of L's where you're leaving the game and thinking, oh, God, with this young team, they don't get it. You know, like that kind of feel like frustrated. But that, that's what, yeah, you know what? That's, yeah. that's, that's a good way to describe that Utah game the other day. Yeah. That's a good way to describe that Utah game the other day. When I left, I was like, man, you know, that they lost by, well, I know that the young kids made it more competitive at the end, but, you know, it, it didn't really feel like a game that. Well, because Derek was, was, was yeah. yeah, Derek was carrying them in that second half and nearly shouldered them to a, to at least a tie, maybe force overtime. But he missed like, did he miss like two threes that would have gone in that kind of circled out? Something like that. Two long shots, I think he was. Yeah, they had, yeah. the shots weren't falling. The shots weren't falling. They had a tough rim. I will, I will give them that. They, they had a tough rim. Um, but all in all, you look at, uh, circling back to tonight's game, Spurs Heat. Uh, this is the first time the Spurs and Miami will meet this season. Uh, first of two. So, yeah, if defense wins, well, then if that's the old adage, then Miami should cruise it. But if offense that rules the day in the NBA, the Spurs should have that. By the way, did you see that comment Pop made about offense in today's NBA? He said it's boring. No. He said everybody, everybody, all everybody does is drive and kick out. And I'm thinking like, well, didn't you do that with Timmy and Manu and Tony? You know, drive, give it, give it to Tim, Tony, <laughs> give it to Tim and kick it out. I, I was going to say because El free throw line extended elbow jump shots banked in you know, 15 out of 20 times a game from your, from your generational talent. I mean, that's, that's riveting, aesthetically pleasing basketball, right? That's, you know. uh, I'm not going to repeat it here on lockdown Spurs, but back in the day, Phil Jackson had uh, some very colorful language to describe that type of Spurs basketball. And um, I'm thinking like, when I heard pop say that, I was like, but that's basically what you were during the heyday. Yeah. Uh, was Honestly, man, I, I categorize any basketball that's winning you games. I categorize that as pretty basketball. Hey. <laughs> and it, in the, in the 19 late, late nineties, mid to however many years, 20 years that the Spurs were doing their thing. I mean, that's beautiful basketball. We call it a beautiful game for a reason. Right. But, uh, but, but now that, that doesn't necessarily work. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Yeah, beautiful yeah. basketball is is Steph launching threes. From that's it. Thirty feet away, you know. Um, Beauty but is that's... in the eye of the beholder, Jeff. That's what it is. Well, then, then yeah, talk to the Warriors right now, and I bet they're loving life right now with the way Steph is mm-hmm. shooting the ball. So yeah, but hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. 
What do you think about DeJounte Murray uh, getting the sideline for a while? I think he's going to hurt his all-star bid. And what about the bigger picture of the Spurs uh, as they're into their season right now? And uh, your thoughts on tonight's Spurs Heat game. I mentioned it earlier, the baller brief. Casey, what's going on over there? We actually have one that will probably pique viewers' interest today. Why? Because you can't say the name DeMar DeRozan without leading to a mild spat on the Spurs' Twitter front, even though you know he hasn't been with the organization now for six to eight months, right? Give or take, however many you want to call it now. But I saw but I saw him play video. recently, and I was like, oh my goodness, they, you know, whew, wow. That was my reaction. He's been fantastic. And that's kind of what we're talking about. We're talking about the Bulls a little bit today and how I am a believer in what they're doing right now. And I could see them in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, when it surprise me? Check it out. Yep. When check surprise it out. me? All you need is all you need is, is the Nets and the Bucks to meet up in that two-three game, and there you go. And that two-three seed in the quarterfinals. And, and there you go. And another why you should definitely check out the Baller Brief on YouTube. Just search, you. search for it on YouTube, or it just go to Casey's Twitter handle at Casey underscore Vieira. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. The list goes on and on. Even your smart speaker will play. Locked on Spurs. And we thank you for making Locked on Spurs your first listen each and every day. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Locked on Spurs.